0: Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsy's Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pants. I am your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsy's Nook, we are celebrating the seventh anniversary of the ABU relaunch. In 2015, Strom Holdings acquired AB Universe. Since then, the company has blessed the diaper community with new diapers, iconic hats, and out-of-this-world diaper suits. In this episode, I give you the latest news on the diaper company, plus an in-depth sit-down with the CEO of AB Universe, Casey Strom. This week in Newsies News, enter the ABU Diaper Vault, where diapers go for a nap. Some diapers going into the vault include the ABU Bear Bums, the Two-Tape Bunny Hops, and the Clothback Preschools. And it's just not these diapers. ABU says other diapers will be vaulted over time. ABU says diapers entering the vault doesn't mean goodbye, just a break from production. The company says, quote, It's time to make room in our range and refresh some of our most beloved classics. In a blog post, ABU says that most diapers that enter the ABU vault will come back in the future either refreshed, upgraded, and updated in a new version, or potentially back again in their classic form. ABU says once each vaulted brand has its inventory exhausted, it will not return until they are released back from the vault again. The company says after the excitement of the Alpha Gators and the Little Kings, the company has a whole launch schedule waiting in the wings. For more information on this announcement, I will have a link to the blog post in the show notes. Hi, it's no secret that I'm a mega soaker. Sometimes I just put on a diaper, drink a little water, and bam, I'm leaking all over the place. And I'm left thinking, is it me? Am I the soaker? And then I found North Shore's Megamaxes. Have you seen them? They say they can last up to 12 hours. 12 hours, I know! And they come in a variety of colors, like white, pink, tie-dye, and blue. My favorites is blue. And the best part is, it's anti-odor, so I can be my little stinker self all I want. If you want to get your grabby hands on them, just look in the show notes of this episode. I got you. It's like what North Shore always says. Be dry, be confident, be you. If you're an adult that wears diapers, chances are you have either heard of ABU or have worn one of their diapers. The company prides itself for being AB Deal owned and operated, and focused on customer service, quality, and innovation. Just in the past year, ABU has given us two iconic diapers. But who is the man pulling on the diaper tabs to make sure it all lands correctly? This week, I had the honor to sit down with Casey Strom, the CEO of ABU Universe, to talk about why he acquired ABU, what was the state of the company when he did acquire it, how the company has changed and where he sees the company going in the future. We also cover some big topics like the launch of the Little Kings and the Alpha Gators and his new venture, Stramatica, and what people with TeddyCon tickets can expect at his future event. Our conversation begins with Casey explaining how he was feeling about his job at the time to the then owner of ABU.
1: And and my job was getting rather... uh, miserable. And so I called him up and I said, I hate my job. Uh, do you have any advice? And uh, we went to dinner and we sat down. And I remember we, we, we were there at dinner for three hours. And we discussed uh, th- the running joke about it was he just kept joking about, you know, oh, you should come take over ABU. You should come turn it around. You should come make it great and all this. And I'm just like, you couldn't pay me enough money to 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 take over this sinking ship like uh, no this is this is a joke but it kept getting joked about and at the end of the night I remember uh, we we sat in his car and we were like you know maybe this isn't such a stupid idea maybe I should buy this thing and I said can you give me a little bit of time and he's like yeah and so I went home that night and I talked to my family and we said, you know, this actually could be a huge blessing in disguise. Uh, it could be a dumpster fire or it could be really fun. And so we uh, went through a very, very rapid process and 48 hours later, ended up closing on the company. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, that, that was, that was one of the craziest two days of my life.
0: So was the idea of being a diaper entrepreneur always in your mind or was it truly a sense of, I really hate my job and there's this opportunity that's arising? Oh, I mean, I had dreamed about it, you know, of course. Um,
1: did I think that this was the way it was going to come about? Not on any planet, but the fact that, you know, there was an opportunity that was in front of me, I, 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 I couldn't, you know, it was like the, the, the stars were aligned and, uh, and it just made sense. Had I dreamed about it before, had I planned about it, had I looked into it? Yeah, I, I certainly had, um, but I didn't have enough information or insight into, you know, manufacturing. And I also didn't have the experience in management uh, to, to even do something or pull anything off like that.
0: Um, but it it did, it sort of just kind of worked out
1: in the timing that it needed to work
0: out in. Right. And I hear that all the time from entrepreneurs is we, we, when you're starting a business, you're kind of thinking like, when is the perfect time? And then finally you go F it, I'm just going to start. And you started and it's been growing ever since. Explain to me. So you shut down the company because it had just in turmoil, describe Describe the swamp that you walked into and describe what you had to do to fix the problem to then reopen April 22nd. Imagine walking into an office depot and you're accidentally wearing
1: the wrong color shirt and everyone thinks you work there. And you have now somehow, this is a very big office depot, you have... Five thousand people that are calling you, emailing you, tweeting at you, talking about you on on everywhere, asking, "How do I get toner for my printer?" Or, you know, "Where is this cable?" Um, It was. It was just. It it was. It was insanity. It was uh, um, going into it was nothing. I, I I didn't expect what what was what was going to happen, but within, right after I closed on the company, I shut the company down because I got all the logins to everything. And I saw, oh, oh there's a lot of orders here that have not been fulfilled. And I know how much inventory, and I'm I'm looking at my sheet over here of, of, of inventory that was in the warehouse. And I'm looking at my sheet over here of, of orders that are unfulfilled and how far back they had been uh, not fulfilled. And I'm just going, oh, <laughs> fun. <laughs> this is great. And so I ended up uh, shutting the thing down and, you know, took some, some really, uh, a, a really long time. Uh, uh, I mean, it was, it was, wasn't that long time, but it felt like an eternity to, you know, sort through and start figuring out, okay, well, these people over here need this. And this person over here needs this. And I, I mean, I just had my, my, it literally was just an onslaught of, of phone calls and also calling people and going, Hey, I'm Casey. I'm not the old ABU. This is new ABU. Um, we're going to take care of you. And, uh, and we're going to figure out how to do that. Don't know exactly how yet, but we're going to do that. Uh, and it was, it, it, it was just crazy. I can't, I can't begin to describe the, I mean, my inbox at the moment was like an ant farm, that had gotten out of control where the ants were just fighting each other. And my emails were just, you know, clawing at each other, you know? So it was, it was insane. Uh, but it, we got through it and there was a huge sigh of relief on launch day. When we had product in the warehouse, we had given basically everyone that had an unfulfilled order, we had given them, you know, coupons, we had given them, uh, a lot of people we had we had uh, uh, given refunds to. We had, we did everything we could to make the situation right for as many people as possible, and there was a huge sigh of relief when we opened the website up for sales. And well, quite frankly, I think the thing fell over. <laughs> it was so inundated with orders, um, but it was it was really good. And uh, and and seeing looking back on photos uh, from those first few days uh of orders was just it was insane and it but it was fun uh because it, and and there was this huge sense of relief of just having
0: that uh being in that place right did you have like the old team to help you or were you literally just like you in a warehouse trying to go as fast as you could the old team kind of uh, first off, there were no ABDLs in the company
1: beyond, uh, Kyle. Um, and there were, there was, uh, the old team was, was made up of a nice, uh, uh, warehouse packer, uh, that, um, was nice to me up until the point of which I said, I'm not going to need you for two weeks, uh, while we kind of reorganize things and all of that. And, uh he became very grumpy and got very aggressive with me and i said you know i don't think we're going to be needing your services any anymore uh so it was a completely new team from the uh fr- from the
0: start uh really um it wasn't what i anticipated but it ended up working out very well was that an important thing for you going forward was to have abdls as the workers part of your company
1: absolutely i didn't realize that that You know, in that moment, I didn't realize that that was what was needed, but it became very clear, very fast that if you want to guarantee that a package is going to be discreet and that when someone answers the phone, that they can feel not only comfortable to answer a question, but also they're going to have the knowledge and they're not going to make the customer feel ashamed of asking a question. Uh, as innocent or as salacious as the question may be, uh, they need to feel comfortable that they are, uh, cu- and customers enjoy feeling comfortable, being able to 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 call us or or know that the people that are handling their stuff have been there have 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 had to have you know packages sent to you know a pickup location because they couldn't have it sent to to their home because they needed that you know that privacy and to make sure to know that they had that extra layer of kind of protection because everyone that works for us is abdl um is part of the age play community in one way or another or maybe they just like wearing diapers and they're not age playing um, but they understand the level of um discretion that's
0: needed, uh, and how, uh, how that makes people feel comfortable. Well, I enjoy it that y'all, that everyone in your company wears diapers. You're right. It does give a sense of, of comfort knowing that when you call someone, it's not like, let me try to explain why I'm trying to buy diapers. It's kind of, you know, it's common knowledge and you both can stand on that ground. So you acquire ABU, you shut it down, you... Do do what you need to do to rebuild it and you bring it back up. What was one of the first things you did uh, to change the company? What was like the first thing that you were able to like put your your Casey stamp on it? Well, very first thing was we weren't going to be in the business of selling things we didn't have
1: anymore. Uh, Specifically, you couldn't order what we didn't have sitting in the warehouse. That was very, very important to us. That was something that we saw across the industry. Uh, specifically, Abu made you know made the worst name for it, but you know that was a very very strong business rule that we had was we do not ship anything that does not we don't have, we can't see physically are there mistakes sometimes where we think we have something and then we end up not having it? Yes. But we, we take care of those things, but that was really the, I think the number one thing was we will not ship, uh, we will not sell you something that we do not physically have in our possession. We need to make sure that we can actually get that thing to you. Um, And then I, I think really going out and looking at, you know, what, what did the market want? What did the market need? And then what the market wanted and needed was, uh you know, we had a very limited range of, of products at the time, uh, and we wanted to go out there and and really kind of challenge uh, what had been kind of the status quo for a while, and step up the absorbency, step up the quality, step up you know the 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 designs, and so we started working with uh, Marcy on two different designs, uh, Space and Little Paws. Little Paws was actually finished first uh, and uh, for various different reasons, our strategy was to uh, launch Space uh, as the first uh, 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 new product that we had. uh, And at that time, bringing it in at the um, highest absorbency diaper on the market. And it had a very unique design. It was very, you know, uh, it was very iconic. And then uh, a few months later, uh, launched uh, Little Paws. And
0: from there, it was just like, let's go. The space diaper was actually the first one I ever wore. The funny story about it is I didn't buy it from your website. There was a guy who I went over to his place and he gave me one for the first time and I wore it and and seeing the stars disappear and everything right it, it, it created it created a, a fantasy that I longed for and it was a was fulfilled through a diaper and it was very interesting. Was there a diaper like that before because that's where my journey started my journey started with your space diaper was there a diaper before the space and little pause that gave you that same age play essence? No, uh,
1: the space diaper is very personal for me. So, uh, I, my bedroom when I was four was space themed. I had stars, uh, on the ceiling glow in the dark stars on the ceiling. I had little, you know, planets, um, you know, it was all cheap stuff that you get at the dollar store, but it's, it just, it imprinted on me. And I, I was fascinated with aliens and, uh, and, and kind of playing in, in that, in that space and pretending to be an alien. Um, don't read anything into the fact that the aliens are the disappearing elements, uh, uh, there, but the idea of having fun with, uh, you know, save the planet, destroy the aliens, Mm-hmm. Uh Was very much. It, it touched on my nostalgia, and I and th- or it was very nostalgic for me, and I think that it was nostalgic to others as well.
0: Yeah, very nostalgic. And then, did you know that the little paws would have was going to be such a great hit for the diaper furs and the pups that wear diapers? I had a I had a suspicion. <laughs> I didn't know that it would go.
1: Quite as well. I mean, I did. I haven't. I. 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 I haven't thought that any of this was going to go quite as well as it's gone. Uh, and and of course, not, nothing's without its challenges. But man, um, I, I. I did not expect for there to be, you know, the amount of of, of fan art that exists out there, um, the amount of different, you know, reviews and uh, you know, just going to different places, seeing, you know. Stuff that pops up and 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 references to to little Paws of the different characters and in, in different places. It, it's just it's it's overwhelming. It's awesome.
0: It's really cool to see. Right, and you could you could have taken two roads in this, right? You could have just been like, all right, I'm just gonna sell diapers and hope it's grand and great. But there's like an essence of you know you you always tap into something that is age play, and you always make it new we can transition to the little Kings and alpha Gator Z, right? You are talk about how that is changing the way diapers are made. Now, what new technology you're, you're bringing towards S- it. Super exciting. Uh, excited about that.
1: Um, we had always wanted um, the team that always dreamed of having the ability to do positional uh, positional cuts. So what that, uh, what positional cutting um for those in our home audience means that uh, you have the characters on the, the, the all over printed diaper. You have the, the characters or the, the the elements are always on the same spot on every diaper in the pack. And you can have some variation. You could mix, you know, some packs together. You can make some changes, but it's, it, you really are going to have, you know, an alpha Gators, you're going to have, uh you're going to have that, that alligator on the back, uh always that same spot on the butt and it's gonna be right side up. And that taps into uh, a layer of, of nostalgia as well, where, you know, I know what I liked uh, or, or what I like in diapers is, is are, are elements of things that I had when I was, I guess, supposed to be in diapers originally as a bio kid and those elements have not existed because the technology has not existed to allow that to to come into fruition. And we worked for many years to try and get that technology available. And when it became available uh, and we were able to do it, um, we Worked very hard on getting uh, uh, some designs out that were that we thought that the community would really love. Now the um, Yuka on our team in uh, Japan uh, works with us on our, our communications team. Uh, she blew us away. Um, I I got this call one day, and you know Casey, you got to see this you gotta, you gotta see this. This is, this is, this, this is something incredible, you know? And, and I'm like, what are you talking about? could drew this thing. I'm like, what? Yuka? Really? Um, and I saw it and it was this, this sketch on, uh, you know, a, a, a piece of paper. Um, mm-hmm. and, it, and I'm just staring at it. And it was, it was uh, what soon would become uh, Little Kings. I was just blown away. And uh, of course, it was it, it was in in draft mode, but it was like, whoa, this is really incredible because it, it played on a lot of elements that were important to the um, to to what the Japanese ABDL market really wanted. Uh, played on elements that that were nostalgic for her, and it really kind of opened our eyes to you know. We need to we need to be we need to be mindful that we have creatives around us everywhere, and it, it was just I'm I'm super super proud of of her and uh, the rest of the design team for for what they came up with with uh, with
0: little kings and alligators. I I just am super proud. A quick question that popped into my head as you said that. There are a ton of artists within the age play ABDL community. Do you, see, do you see them playing more of a role in ABU going forward? Now that you see that ABDL art and your new technology kind of forms together, do you see that ever conjoining? Absolutely. We have, for a long time, we've tried to,
1: when we, when we take notice of you know an artist that we really like uh, and we, you know, start to build a relationship with them. We will try to get some of their stuff featured, whether it be banners, whether it be stickers, uh, whether it may be, a, you know, a, a full diaper print. We have a lot of designs that are in, you know, the, that are kind of in our, in the can, ready to go, um, that have been designed within the company and also, uh, from artists that are not within the company. And sometimes they want attribution for that. Uh, the people that are outside of, or not, uh, outside the the company, sometimes they want attribution for that. Sometimes they don't. Um, sometimes they just want to kind of be a ghost writer if you will. Uh, and we, we will give them that choice, but we have, um, a, a great, this, this community is awesome because we have, um, we have so many incredible artists uh, that we can tap into and say, Hey, we would, we would love to work with you on something. So there's, we've got a really good pool um, and, and so many creative people out there that, that we can work with.
0: Nice. Well, as you know, the little Kings and alpha Gator were a much anticipated product so much so that uh, how did you think the release of them went? Honestly, I think it went really well. And that may be
1: uh, nothing is without its faults. And we learn, we are learning every single day how we can do things better. That product launch and introducing those designs to the world, people got so excited and lost their minds. And people were so passionate and enthusiastic. And when you get this really cool community all riled up about something you know there's going to be you know passions are going to are going to come out and you know i think that there was a level of i don't want to say mudslinging but i'll say mudslinging there was a layer of negativity that kind of uh you know overshadowed the hard work of of the people that had had work to to bring this into fruition from the technology aspects to the art, um, to the logistics of, of, of even getting it made. Um, And at certain points it was disrespectful. um, But at certain points it was uh, you know, more often than not people were um,
0: people were just excited and, and, and happy to see something new come to market. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was a new product and, It was a product coming from a very reputable company so of course everyone was going to be excited about it and of course the designs tapped into the little side of some of us and so there was a lot to be excited for and of course you know the word diaper is in the acronym abdl but it seems like for people diapers are very personal to them since acquiring abu have you seen the need for diapers or what? diapers represent for this company, or not even for this company, for this community. Have you seen the need for diapers change since when you first acquired ABU to now? I think that the
1: the need hasn't changed, but we've been able to look at what we think people will want, reading between the lines of what people are asking for, and we're able to deliver uh, and, and and kind of innovate based on where we think the next few steps are out in the market. So being able to step up and be realistic about, you know, okay, here's the the maximum, you know here, here's really the, the, the theoretical maximum of absorbency. Here's where we think, you know that is. And also, you know, what elements of a diaper need to be improved upon? We have seen, uh, a significantly increased demand in product uh, year over year. Uh, we have seen, uh, you know, a crossover into different communities, into the BDSM communities, into pup play, uh, into the, the furry communities. Um, and that's been really cool to see. It's been really cool to be allowed to, uh, and, and included at, uh, you know, leather and kink events and be able to introduce people to uh, uh, diapers in general, uh, and and maybe it's their first time, and they their eyes light up and go, oh, something new, and then they try it and they come back and they go, oh, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe I like diapers too, and that's been really cool. So, has the need for diapers changed? I think that you know them as an accessory or as a you know primary object uh, um for someone either in a uh in a in a sexual or non-sexual context or in a lifestyle aspect um you know i think there's been a lot more acceptance that's happened about the lifestyle in general i think it's uh becoming less stigmatized i think that the innovations that are there have also you know, in, in in my opinion and feedback that I've seen have been really helpful for uh, those that just have a medical need uh, for diapers in general. So I think that for people where they, they don't have a choice, diapers are their underwear, being able to give variety
0: in what their underwear may look like uh, is important. And I think that that's really cool. You know, diapers as themselves as a product hasn't really changed right you know the need for them as a product as an accessory hasn't changed but as diapers become more accepted within kinky play that isn't within our community i think you tapped into that in that you know you are seeing it more often i mean look at mr eagle new york 2022 kenzo he wears diapers with his leather right you're seeing a lot of rubber and diapers being mixed together. You are seeing, yes. um, we just had a Tykables, we had Tykeables diapers in an ad that wasn't part of the community. So you're seeing them more often. I keep getting messages that the word diaper gets brought up in RuPaul's Drag Race more and more often and not in kind of yep. like a, a the butt of a joke. So, you know, yep. the essence of them, you know, I think you touched upon that, you know, they are changing and you as a company trying to follow that do you see products in the near future tapping into bdsm tapping into more leather like are you do you see those formations planning are you able to talk about them i
1: absolutely see those formations planning um but uh unfortunately there are certain things i can't
0: talk about fair (laughs) enough fair enough so let's turn to abu has now become right when you when you when you ask when someone asks me where do i buy my diapers i usually give two two to three places and your and your company of course gets brought up do you see do you feel an added weight being such a cornerstone of a community yeah <laughs> it's, it's, yes the answer um, is yes thank you
1: yeah uh it's it's uh it's 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 a huge responsibility that I don't take lightly because there's a certain layer of trust that comes when someone goes to our website and clicks all the buttons and fills in all the forms that they trust that we're going to keep their identity safe and that we're going to ship something to them discreetly and that we're going to, you know, if they have an issue that we're going to make it right. We don't take that lightly at all. None of us do. Um, that is huge in our culture inside. And we, we strive to be a good example in our industry for those sorts of practices about being uh, respectful and thankful uh, for the business that we have, doing the right thing, and uh, always trying to do the right thing. Maybe not always being able to, but always trying to do the right thing. And there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of pressure um, on us to keep that up. And I think that's a great thing. It's a famous, uh, I'm going to butcher this, um, but there was a famous uh, quote um, from a a lecture called The Last Lecture. Um, I encourage everyone to look that up. Um, when When your gym teacher stops telling you, when your football coach stops telling you when you've screwed up, they've given up on you. And one of the things that I love is that people still tell us when we screw up. And that makes me know that people still care, care about us. And it, it while stressful often, um, it
0: really encourages me to do better and it encourages my team to do better. All critiques show that people are watching and if people are watching, it means they care. We choose to be very accessible to the community
1: via, you know, our teams having active presence in, you know, Reddit, Twitter, Facebook. You know, our customer service platforms are, you know, our phone lines are are open more often than they're not. Um, I hope I don't get fact checked on that and I'm wrong, but <laughs> I think I think that's right. And, you know, we want to, and we've made the promise that the community comes first and we want to take this community into, you know, new spaces, into, like we've discussed, into the, into the kind of leather space and into uh, the BDSM and, and, and pop spaces and the furry spaces and, and all of that, you know, and, and kind of we want to see people able to be themselves in really any, any aspect Uh, and, and, and having that, you know, if that coincides with uh, with leather BDSM or pop play or whatever, we want people to feel um, comfortable being able to, to, to have uh, diapers as being a part of their, uh, their, their
0: identity. Right. If they, if that's something they want. And you brought up a good point, too. I mean, I've noticed it for a while now, but, you know, ABU sponsoring a lot of events, going to CLAW and going to all these other things. Is that a key new initiative for ABU to try to sponsor and go to all these events as much as possible or humanly possible? Yeah. Uh, It's
1: it's something that... um... You know the pandemic certainly didn't help with it all, uh, but it's something that that has been very important to our team uh, to make sure that we are present and visible, uh, to and accessible. You know we want to go out and we want to make friends. Uh, we want to show people that. You know, we are part of the community and we want to be there to answer questions and be able to have somebody whisper something they're embarrassed about into our ear and, and we can go, oh, you don't need to be embarrassed about that. Let's have a conversation. Let's have a dialogue and, and be present at those things and, and, and not necessarily have to do it from, from behind a keyboard, giving them, you know, uh, so, you know some safety uh, and, 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 and just show that, you know, we're there. So it's been, you know, huge for our team to be, and and we're so thankful for the different events that I think 10 years ago would never have thought that a diaper vendor is gonna come and, you know, be there, you know, maybe a new, you know, whip vendor or something like that, but not a diaper, a diaper vendor, what? Why are they, why are they there? You know, and and we're so thankful that we've been, you know, vastly welcomed with open arms. Into those uh, into those spaces, and uh, and and you know we're not we're not coming in and feeling like we're the laughing stock. We're 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 actually being included, and you know we try and extend that back out to uh, those patrons who may want to experiment with this thing and may want to discover themselves a little more.
0: Right. And it taps into that whole thing of like, you know, that's why representation matters. When I can see my kink in those spaces, it makes me feel validated of, oh, I don't have this kink that I need to be shameful for, right? It's, it's in, it's in a space, it's in a kinky space that I can see and, you know, people are accepting it. Which brings me to my next question. How does ABU try to represent all body shapes, skin colors, and demographics? Let's talk about body shape
1: first. Um, this is a, this is a really good, uh, this is a really good question. Um, we work with a lot of different, uh, chassis. Uh, so for instance, uh, peekaboo simple ultra alpha gators, little Kings. I'm probably forgetting one, but those are all one chassis. And, uh, within, peekaboo, we have Excel plus and we have, and that goes all the way down to medium. So we try and have not only just Excel, but we also try to have Excel plus as well, but across the line, one of the things that's really cool is, you know, uh, some products run bigger, some products run smaller. So being able to go and say, we have so many different products that have different uh, different designs, from an architectural perspective, uh, and from a technical perspective, uh, allows us to accommodate, uh, you know, more body shapes and sizes. So, for instance, um, a single tape diaper is going to fit around the hip differently than a two tape diaper is. You've got uh, different placement of tapes on some of the diapers. And so, and that makes a big difference for some people uh, with their shape. So we like to be able to, um, it's very important for us to be able to, you know, extend sizing, you know, up and down and try and, you know, be respectful of, 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 of different, you know, curves and, and different different body shapes and types. Um, that, that's That's big for us. Yes, about skin colors and demographics. Um, those are, are huge for us as well. Um, so when we put out, you know, uh, a new product, we we try and make sure that we get um, as many, as, as big of a test base as we can to give us feedback, uh, you know, even before the product is printed about, you know, hey, what do you think about, what do you think about how this would look, you know, in, in, in all sorts, all different contexts? Are we being, you know, is... Are, are we being, uh, are we making sure that this is going to, you know, to look good on on as many skin tones as possible? Uh, are people going to want to wear this from all, you know, from from across the spectrum? Um, and so we're very, you know, respectful to make sure that we get a good testing base uh, that includes a a huge variety uh, of different skin tones and uh, and also demographics as well. Um, going back to demographics, we often want what we had as a kid. Well, so that means we've got to accommodate people that are, you know, in their up older ages, you yes. know, uh, uh, you know, and we also have to accommodate those that are, you know, just entering into uh, this community mm-hmm. and, you know, try and make sure that we're, we're giving something to everyone.
0: And I know when I've talked to Tykables Teich- about this, getting, Diaper models is always it is always tricky because you can either pull from the community or you pull from you know just models and stuff. Does ABU have models of different skin colors? Absolutely, we have primarily the primary model that we use, and
1: this is something that we are absolutely uh, this is this is all being redone. Uh, uh, hopefully, in the next twelve months, this is all being redone. Um, but over over the time of the pandemic, uh, we had uh, our lead photographer, graphic designer, set up a studio in his house, and he basically redid all the photos and did them, you know, using himself. Um, that is something that historically we have had. Um, we've had had woman models. Uh, we've had uh, people of, of of different skin colors. Uh, uh, you know, not just white. Um, that have have participated in in modeling for us um and that's something that is definitely important because i think people do want to see hey you know my skin color looks like this how is this diaper going to look on me people also want to feel represented as well and we we feel uh that that's super important as well which is why we are taking um you know going through this exercise of 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 redoing our photos and uh and making sure that we are um getting uh, more models, you know, both within the company and outside the company, um, that represent all sorts of
0: all skin colors. And then, quick question: Sure, bottom tape or top tape first? Ooh, you're really aiming for the
1: controversial stuff. I myself am a bottom tape first guy, but I have seen some really impressive ways that people have done the top tapes first and I used to be an a very anti-top tape person but I have seen some really impressive work as far as people that have done top tapes but I am a bottom tape first guy
0: and I don't think that's going to change follow-up question in the comfort of your own home lying down or standing up almost always standing up everywhere unless someone else is changing me how interesting
1: i lean I, I uh I find that I get the best fit when I can lean against a wall laying down for some reason causes me to have to adjust sixteen times and i don't like that i'm lazy <laughs> I want to do it once, and if i don't <laughs> nail the tapes perfectly on the first time, i don't like that
0: one and done no you're right i used to be i used to be a standing up and then uh I interviewed someone who who showed me the right way to do it lying down, and i'm like ooh that's a uh, now i now i do it lying down that's what she said anyway moving forward are there any (laughs) are are there any new projects that you can tell me right now that people can expect in the future we are working on a twenty thousand
1: milliliter diaper that has gussets so that as you use the diaper it actually expands and it it, it kind of opens up like an accordion
0: wow how much I wait? can't well let's let's put that in perspective how many liter how many milliliters did you say Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. what's that like equivalent of twenty thousand i i think that i think that's like a, a two bowling balls two bowling balls of piss Or whatever liquid you want to put down there (laughs) whatever 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 liquid you want to put in or sangria wow it's a gigantic enema (laughs) it it certainly is uh no i i i I, yeah no i can't uh we
1: we can't talk about we've got some really exciting stuff that i really 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 want to talk about um some things i can say is uh definitively though uh giving you a, a serious answer is uh, we are stepping up uh, quality on everything. We are going back to the drawing board and saying, you know, we don't like that this element over here is not perfect. And the thing with our team is we have, we've got a really diverse team of really, really smart, well-educated people um, or some like me that have absolutely no formal education. Um, and they're very, very passionate. And, and when we see issues out there, like, you know, tapes falling apart, or uh, somebody saying I leak more often, you know, when I lay on my side or whatever, we want to come up with solutions for that. So over the next you know, even starting over the next few months, silently we are improving quality on everything. There will be announcements made uh, once you know these improvements are kind of made uh, on a on a more global scale. Um, just because it's logistically hard to get everything everywhere all at once, uh, but we will be making announcements about uh, the improvements that are being made, including you know uh, changes to uh, changes increases to absorbency. Uh, changes to the plastics that we use, uh, changes to the tapes that we use um, to make things better, and I think that uh, that, that people are going to be quite happy uh, with with these changes that are coming down the line.
0: So I'm not going to get my two bowling bowl worth of of milliliters diaper anytime soon. Is that a fake? Was that a quoting, fake? Answer? That, that was definitely a fake
1: answer. But <sighs> quoting uh, quoting Mr. Bieber.
0: Never say never. All right, fair enough. Let's turn now to... So, from listening to all your responses, you are no stranger to coming in to a a trash can on fire and putting it out and remaking it. Of course, the pandemic played a huge factor in this, but our friends at TeddyCon had to shut their doors for good due to a variety of reasons that I think could be leveled at just... The pandemic kind of, you know, screwed them over a little bit. But then we have you coming in and starting this new company with you know a, a new set of team, team members, and you're forming this company called Stromatica. Where what did they approach you? Did you approach them? What what had paint the roadmap for me? So we've had a long relationship with uh with
1: with the folks over at, at TeddyCon. We've been sponsoring them since uh, I believe 2017 was the first time that we actually vended there. I believe we sponsored in 2016, a little rough on my timeline there, but we've been at, I'm certain that, that we've been at least in attendance uh, of their event since 2017. And, and it was something that, you know, we looked forward to every year. Uh, we, you know, there are a lot of familiar faces there. And when, uh, when things started not looking good there you know were certainly some you know some some tough phone calls that were going on throughout the pandemic uh you know kind of brainstorming back and forth how to come up with solutions for some things and um I wasn't involved uh with you know the 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 closure it was it was unfortunate I mean it, it just it but it was you know there there was definitely a there were some calls about, you know, hey, uh, we're, we're not going to make it, unfortunately. Um, and, uh, and there's just no, there's, there's, there isn't a lifeline to pull on. Um, you know, we've, 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 uh, we've exhausted all options. So, you know, th- they definitely, you know, kind of let me know what was going on. And, and we've had that kind of relationship where we've, we've always been, you know, kind of helping them with, with trying to come up with solutions for, for different problems over the years. Uh, whether it be logistics or whether it be, you know, marketing or, or, you know, really anything Uh, they need more printer paper. We'll, we'll help them out, you know, whatever. Um, You know, when it became clear that that it wasn't going to happen, then there was a discussion of, okay, well, it was really hard, you know, discussions about, you know, we, we don't want to see a void. We don't, we don't want to see a void in this, this community. We don't have very many events and so um, I talked to a lot of smart people, and 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 took a lot of time, and, and talked to a lot of people that were, um, that I'm very close to, that were in, you know, that have that have run events, that have helped, you know, that have that have chaired events, and 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 really tapped this group to say, you know, what do you what do you think we we can do, and you know, it became more, I became more and more. Optimistic, especially as we're we're coming to the other side of the the pandemic, that you know we uh, can put together a, a good team. Um, and and when I say me, we, I mean myself and, and Stromatica, uh, which is not uh, uh, affiliated with uh, Abu or Strom Holdings, um, and we just wanted to to put on an event that would be quite frankly awesome, you know, and and, and kind of look to fill a void. And, um, you know, it's, you know, TeddyCon, this is, this is not TeddyCon, you know, our objective here is, is to, to fill a void is to try and give something back to those that had, you know, had, had felt a bigger void. Uh, and hopefully they will, you know, these attendees will come to our event and, and be, you know, have their minds blown and have fun and feel safe and, uh, just have an incredible time and and we're going to do our best to 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 pull out all the stops and just make sure that this thing
0: is awesome right and you are no stranger to having to tell people you know when ABU when you took over ABU there was a lot of outstanding orders that you had to try to mend and of course with Teddycon there's a there's a lot of people that need mending right there's a lot of people asking what about refunds what about this can we cover can we cover what is happening for those people what, what if you had a TeddyCon ticket what what can they expect
1: what they can expect is that they uh that that as a goodwill gesture um out to those people um my new event will be giving them uh a, a credit uh worth the face value of their ticket um, but the reality is, uh, that, that TeddyCon does not have the money to be able to give anybody back refunds. Uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, it just is not, it's just a reality. There is not, there isn't a refund policy. They did not hand us, they didn't hand us a pile of cash. Um, they didn't, they didn't hand, you know, it's, it's, you know, us, Looking at, at this and pondering, and go, what can we do that isn't nothing? And you know, the 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 best thing in our eyes was was to go, okay, we're gonna we're gonna give a voucher to those that 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 kind of
0: lost out um, for the, the the face value of that ticket, and then we're gonna put on an event that's gonna be awesome. You're pro- you're no stranger to events is there something that you want to bring to this new event that maybe we haven't seen or is there something you want to bring to this event that you're excited for or are we still in a very early stage where you're just like I need to be put this company together
1: so you know I want one thing I will talk about um and is is one of the things that's always frustrated me about going to any of these events. And, you know, people talk about this is the, uh, is the photo uh, is is you show up to these events and you don't, you sometimes don't get your photos for a year. We are uh, we've got some incredible uh, ideas. They're super simple, um, but they're, they're incredible in, in some ways of, of how we think we can fix that and get people their photos pretty well the same day that they're taken in a very, very safe way that does not, you know, mean that we have their photos. Um, this is all being flushed out, but it's something that I'm actually really excited about because people spend a lot of money on their, you know, on their clothing, uh, on their, you know, on their diapers uh, and they they've traveled to this convention. They've got, you know, uh, maybe there's, there's cribs and high chairs and all sorts of cute toys that they're playing with. And it's, it makes for a great uh, 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 photo environment. And we think uh, that people being able to come away from that event with photos that they can, uh, that they can, you know, pretty well immediately use is is going to be a huge thing. Um, and of course, all of the all of the details are, are being, you know, flushed out on how to make that, you know, how to make that work. But that's something that I'm really excited about.
0: And are you still expecting to have this event by fall 2023? Yes uh i w- i am i cannot promise anything with
1: 100% certainty but i dang i mean i i will eat my shirt if it does not happen in fall of 23
0: all right we heard it here first so in wrapping up you take over abu you create all these new products. You are venturing out, seeing how you can be more connected into the community. You are starting a new venture with Stramatica. You've done all these things. Where do you see yourself going in five years? What What more is there to do? The really cool thing that I get excited
1: about is the prospect of actually manufacturing our own stuff. That gives us a lot of control over the process. It gives us the ability to make diapers more on demand and not be at the mercy of you know this shipping i mean obviously shipping is still going to be you know outside of our control in 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 a lot of ways but um it, it will give us the ability to do things that we've never done before um it'll give us the ability to make what we need it'll give us you know more stock stability and it really just opens up a lot of doors so that when you know when i'm when I'm dreaming, you know, about, you know, the, the, the big stuff of, 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 of if I had a magic wand, you know, being able to, to, to manufacture myself would be would be really awesome.
0: And then my most controversial question, probably of this whole interview is where do you get all these horrible dad jokes and puns? Good question.
1: Uh, <laughs> pretty much everywhere. Um, I mean, I have to I, they're all stolen. They are 100% stolen.
0: They're all stolen? Um, You don't make them up yourself? I don't have time in the day. Do you have a Rolodex Um, of all these puns that that you just like go through and you're like, I'm going to pull this one out today? You know,
1: after uh, 10 long years, I finally finished my novel called
0: Chronology. It's about time. Casey Strom, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for coming to Newsy's Nook. (music) Congratulations, ABU, on your seventh anniversary of your relaunch. I can't wait for what you have in store for us. You know, I actually did wear a Little Kings the other day to a comedy show, you know, for shits and giggles. (laughs) All right, kiddos, I'm leaking all over the place. See ya. Bye. Hey, do you know how to read? I don't know how to read, but I heard Playtime has a new bi weekly online kink magazine. It's called Play Zine. Yeah. I heard if I knew how to read, I could read about different fetish lifestyles, events, entertainment, and news. I guess I gotta go to the Playtime website to practice my reading skills.